Problems are a part of our life. So why not try to be a problem-solving master? This book is based on simple advice originally written for Japanese school children. It's a problem-solving method broken down into four simple, easy-to-follow steps. So at the end of this podcast episode, you should be able to know the steps towards solving any problem, know how to use a yes or no tree, and how to achieve massive goals and dreams through the steps. Hi, I'm Day, and welcome to the Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment. Today we'll be talking about Problem Solving 101 by Ken Watanabe. Problems are a part of our everyday lives, from the smallest things such as spelling certain words or tension with colleagues at work. No matter the scale of the problems, we are not always well equipped to solve them. And here's where the four essential steps come in. The first step is to identify what your problem is really about. And the way to do this is to take the problem and break it down into smaller pieces. Let's try to talk about a problem that most of us might have experienced. Let's say that you're struggling with math. At first, the problem looks daunting. So you think if you should stop playing sports or video games with your friends to study more. But before saying goodbye to your friends, it's good to look at the problem in a different way, like narrowing down what is causing the struggle in math. It can't be everything. Is it algebra, fractions, PEMDAS, or geometry? Let's say it's geometry then it should be the area where you should practice more. But before you do that, you can even break it down further. In geometry, what are your weak points? Measuring a cylinder volume or the Pythagorean theorem. Once the weak spot is pinpointed, you can begin to solve the problem much more effectively by focusing all the attention into the weak spot. And with proper focus and determination, you might not need to give up playing sports or video games with your friends. But before we take action, there are still three steps to go. Now that the first step is done, which is identifying, the next step is to figure out what is causing it. And to be able to do that, a good starting point is to list all the possible causes we can come up with. It's about brainstorming the potential reasons and testing ideas. A good method is using a tool called a yes and no tree to answer a few yes or no questions to help clarify things. For example, You started selling your own handmade candles, but you're not getting orders. Maybe the possible causes are people haven't heard of it, or maybe they're not interested in the scents. But these are just hypotheses. To know for sure, you use the yes or no tree. Such as, do people know about the candles? If the answer is no, then that means it's the root cause of no orders received. If yes, the tree unfolds into more yes or no questions. Such as, do people that know about the candles actually are interested in the sense? If no, then that means that is the cause. But if the answer is yes, and they are fans of the sense, then you would need to keep asking. Keep asking the yes and no questions until all answers support the hypotheses. And this will ready us for the next step. The next step is to analyze to generate the best solutions. The first question to ask is what information is needed to analyze the solution. Going back to the candle example, you could have done an online poll on your social media. From the information, you realize that people didn't like the lemon scent for candles and preferred other rejuvenating scents along with bigger candle sizes. Now with that information, it's time to develop possible solutions. So with the example, we can make two columns. 
one that says rejuvenating scents, and the other candle sizes. Then all solution possible can be written under it to be arranged according to how impactful they are. One way to be able to arrange and prioritize the solutions is to look for the ones that are impactful and easy to implement. So let's say that the solutions were to make a peppermint scented candle since that's what people meant by rejuvenating and the other was to double the candle size. Looking at the materials that are available, it is easier to make peppermint candles than doubling the candle size since a new mold had to be created to make the candles bigger. So the solution that is impactful and easier to implement would be making peppermint candles. Impactful because that's what people wanted and easier to implement because you already have the other materials. So once you've laid out the solutions, the next and last step is to take action. But before taking action, it's always good to look at the solution and plan how exactly to implement it. Most of the time, it is the lack of the planning of the implementation that the solution just becomes an idea that hopes to get done. And the same goes for plans. A plan is worth nothing if you don't execute it. So be sure to execute it well and make room for adjustments along the way. Use the previous steps mentioned to keep modifying the plans as needed and keep executing until goals are achieved and the problems are solved which will lead us to be ready to solve the next problem that will come our way. Everyone faces problems from small to larger ones. Luckily, it only takes four steps to solve any of them. Break it down, see what's the cost, analyze the cost to find the solution, and execute an action plan. With these four steps, we would know what to do when the next problem arises. And that was a quick summary on Problem Solving 101 by Ken Watanabe. If you've enjoyed the summary, do let me know or share it through Instagram or Twitter. Don't forget to tag me at Daily for Instagram and at Daily Habit for Twitter. Till the next episode, this is Dave and thank you for listening to the Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment.